Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Football is back. AB is in Oakland. Le'Veon's with the Jets. OBJ and Jarvis Landry have teamed up again in Cleveland. One thing that hasn't changed, though, where I'm placing my bets this season. MyBookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. MyBookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sportsbook, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you gotta do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. That's right. Thanks, Angie. So you guys know my bookie. We talk about it on the show all the time. Just like Angie said, this is going to be one of the best seasons ever on my bookie. I would only recommend a service to you that I use myself. That's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. There are a few fantasy guys out there. You can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. So, here's what you do. Head on over to MyBookie. That's MyBookie.ag. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use our promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, and you get a 100% deposit match from your first deposit up to $1,000. That means you put in $100, MyBookie will give you an extra $100 to gamble with. Terms and conditions apply. Bottom line, Angie, tell them. Bet, win, get paid. That's right. Well, guys, it's a new season, and we got a new sponsor here on the show. So first of all, let me just ask. You remember the days when you were always ready to go? You want to increase your performance, get that extra confidence back in bed? Listen up. Bluetooth.com. That's blue. Like the color. Bluetooth brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, full stomach, empty stomach. Since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you can benefit from extra function, more confidence when it counts, Bluetooth is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online, strips straight to your door in a discreet package, no doctor's visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, none of that awkwardness. It's made in the USA, since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, I got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com, get your first shipment free when you use our promo code armchair. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue, B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code armchair. Try it for, for free. It's the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring our podcast. All right, let's go on to the show. Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Old Miss Athletics. I'm Justin Sanders. Week three is in the books. I'm here with my co-host, John Stefanczyk. We're going to talk about it. First of all, John, how much of that game did you uh, did you watch on Saturday against Steelers? Did you watch the whole thing? Because I was pretty in and out, i got to say. Uh, I was out playing golf. I saw very little of it. Okay, well... The final scoreline, probably all you really needed to see to get the uh, the idea of what happened, I feel like. Well, like 40 to 29 or something, and it was very close uh, going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I, I glanced at it briefly, chose not to really get fully into it, but mm-hmm. looking at it going, you know, it's a game they could theoretically lose. It's points in the third quarter yeah absolutely um sila has some transfer quarterback from like fresno or something he's he's not bad i think not caring at all about the game definitely had an effect on the way the defense played but still give up a lot of uh 
a lot of big pass plays. Offense looked uh, meh, touch and go. Ely had a had a kick return for a touchdown, and then he also had a drive where he basically the whole drive was just two runs, and Ely put like seventy yards up and scored. That was definitely the positive. I mean, I don't think you can take a ton away from it, other than the fact that this is not, you know, one of those teams that is going to crush an opponent seventy nine to zero or whatever. I mean, they have definite blind spots i guess you could say they regressed from the arkansas win but honestly i mean if sila beat arkansas i don't think anybody would be that surprised so um you know they're Did gonna anybody get hurt uh no don't think so there was jaquez jones looked like he maybe hurt himself on a potential targeting on a special teams play which would have been classic considering he's replacing sonogo who also got hurt on special teams but uh he he came back in he was fine um okay. They won the game. That's all that really matters. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to get through it. A loss would have been devastating, but a close win. At the end of the day, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's one more win towards six. It's got to be their goal right now. And, um, you know, not not great, but I, I think they were definitely looking ahead to Cal this weekend uh, and then just found out today that um, they're – Get in Alabama. Uh, that game's in Oxford, right? I'm not sure. It might not be, but Alabama is the 2:30 CBS game uh, in two weeks. I guess a week from Saturday. Wait, they go and get their ass kicked in Bryant Denny on CBS. Is uh, is that right? Is that Alabama? I'm not sure. Let's see. Uh, yeah, right? it is. It is at Alabama. Yeah. So yeah, 2:30 game is going to be at Alabama on the 28th of September. So that's exciting. Um, good. That's awful. Yeah, I mean that's that's not great. Um, whatever. I mean that's another bad slate. Honestly, surprised by how many bad weekends there there have been so far. And that sounds like that's going to be another one. Not sure about next weekend, but this upcoming weekend this is a pretty mediocre slate as well. We'll get into that a little bit later in the show when we start looking ahead to uh to this week's lines. But yeah, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on that Ole Miss Sealy game. It was just kind of pretty pretty meh all around. Not really fun to watch, anything like that. Um, I don't know. More reps for uh, for Matt Corral, I suppose. Um, yeah, I mean, Cal, like I said, that's going to be the big test. Opened Cal minus one, I believe. It's moved towards Ole Miss by about three points. Last I saw, Ole Miss minus two. Um, yeah, that's what it's at right now. I, I think it definitely Vegas is seeing it the way a lot of people are seeing it, kind of a... Uh, Straight up game. I mean, Cal's uh, Cal's undefeated at this point. They beat Washington, which is a you know a, a good win. We'll see, um, you know how good they turn out to be throughout the season. But they they beat North Texas twenty three seventeen last weekend. So one score game there. They've looked pretty bad on offense. I don't think their offense is super scary. People are expecting a low scoring game. I mean, the way that works, watch it be like you know 35 28 or something because it seems like every time someone or someone says they know how a game's gonna go offensive defensive they turn out to be wrong but we'll see maybe this will actually be a uh, low scoring game people are saying one thing i will say that I took away from that game on saturday is that i i wouldn't be surprised at all if old miss loses a game this season because luke logan misses uh, an easy kick he had some uh, some struggles in that Sela game just did not look confident at all. I don't think he's a very good kicker, so that's maybe something to keep an eye on as the year goes on. Yeah, I would agree with that. What's the over under? Oh, let's see, got to be got to be pretty low. Um, I'm seeing it on my bookie as where'd it go? I just had it here. Um, it's like the over under not listed here. We could probably get it on a. On ESPN, let's see, over, under, yeah, but it can't be, it can't be high, I'm going to guess it's 58 or something. You got it, 58, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm guessing, I'm guessing, so let's see, I, I pulled I pulled up ESPN, um, it is, Bet Radar has it at 44.5, but uh, Caesars. Holy shit, yeah, 44 is where this is at on Vegas yeah. Inside. That's really low. That's uh, Oof, that is low. Yeah, apparently Cal has a good pass defense. 
You know, we'll see if Ole Miss can run the ball. I don't you know. You really trust Ole Miss in a low-scoring game, not with Corral, not to like turn it over at some point in the fourth no, quarter. No, I don't. I think if if you're trying to find a path for victory for Ole Miss, it would just be Cal being like pretty bad on offense. I mean, thus far, Ole Miss has had some. Ole Miss's defense has had some luck with uh, opposing quarterbacks missing open receivers, stuff like that. I think that would have to be, you know, the, the way you win a close, low-scoring game, unless you know Corral. I think Corral played. Um, he played like a winning type game against Arkansas, but I think Cal's defense is much better than Arkansas's defense. So I don't know, but he was he was making the right decisions then. Maybe he can he can channel that again. I, Eleven a.m. kickoff. I, does that does that favor Ole Miss? That's nine a.m. for the for the Cal guys. Uh, how many people are going to be there? I would say there'll definitely be more people there than against Sela, but almost well, still... No, that, that doesn't count. Are they, they going to... Uh, let me set it over. 55,000. They're going to be 55,000 Yeah, people no, there. I want to see... So I thought the crowd was pretty good for Arkansas, but that was a night kickoff. I'm interested to see if they can get to that number or bigger. I think 55, probably not. If you told me they were over 50, I would consider that like a pretty good turnout. Yeah, it's probably in the low 50s if I sit here and think. But hey, I mean, Ole Miss fans, they, Ole Miss has a, has a chance to get to 3-1. and one. Um, They got Alabama and Vandy after this. It's possible to be 4-2 and two after that. So, I mean, it's a big game this weekend. If you told me the fans came out very tentatively optimistic and they, they had a good turnout just because, you know, the wheels haven't fallen off yet, I, I can maybe believe you on that one. We'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely a swing game for them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if they win this game, say they beat Vanderbilt, I think those are two swing games. Um, that means they're going to get another non-conference win. I forgot who it is, but it's no one that's going to be difficult. Uh, and then that means they have to beat Missouri, Auburn, Mississippi State, LSU, Texas A&M, one of those teams to go to a bowl. Um, it's not outside their own possibility. I mean, they, it could it could really happen then. With, with, with the loss to Memphis, is um, it's pretty hard to believe, but they have to win this weekend, I would say. It's, it's, they're not going to beat two of those teams. Yeah, this is a must-win if they're going to win six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Between, between Memphis, Arky, Cal, Vandy, you got to go three and one, and they already lost that one game in that group. So yeah, which would I mean? And it is funny looking back. I guess I guess we'll see at the end of the season if the Memphis loss makes the most sense. But it, it is funny that, that they could go three and one, and the one being Memphis is, is funny. I think a lot of people probably would have picked Arkansas. Um, or maybe Cal, but you know Arkansas is just really bad. I don't think people people were thinking maybe they would improve year over year, and I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. Um. Let's see. It was a it was a little bit better week around college football, I suppose. I mean, Michigan was on a bye, so that that wasn't any fun. There's no fun and, Michigan and Mich- game. And Michigan State invented a fun way to lose. That was pretty. Mm, I didn't see that. Let's see who were they playing. Arizona State, all Herm Edwards. Mm. So it was 3 nothing for most of the game. Michigan State finally puts a touchdown drive together like midway through the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Arizona State's driving down, gets to, let's see, gets down. They punch it in with, say, a minute left, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Michigan State gets it down, gets it in field goal range, 46-yarder or 41-yarder, um, makes the kick, but 12 men or um, so 12 men. Oh, so right. I saw this. 12 yeah. men, comes off the board, gets up there, misses it. I mean, or maybe it was delay a game or something at that point. I'm trying to think of what it was. Uh, so what it was, I saw this now. I saw a tweet about this. So – they called them for 12 men, and they missed the, the ensuing. But on the ensuing kick, uh, the they came out. Whatever conference had the refs came out and said that uh, they should have they should have called Arizona State for leaping, and that would have uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. they missed a they missed a pretty obvious leaping call. Right. For- yeah. So that's uh yeah that's gotta suck. That's that's not fun. Um, so, other games of note, let's see, what do you think about that Alabama-South Carolina game? I feel like people were talking about that, like South Carolina did something, just, uh, just for 
not being completely. Carolina moved the ball better than I thought they would, especially with the freshman. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about Alabama having a lot of injuries on uh, on defense. I don't know how that's going to play out. It's hard for yeah, me to believe they'll I be that. I don't think it's a vintage Bama defense, and they still uh-huh. got questions in the running game. Frankly, they. I think Clemson's clearly the best team right now, mainly because of the way they can run the ball. Right. Uh, I think you're. I think that's right. I've been saying that. I think Georgia is pretty much even with Alabama at this point. Hmm. They play yeah. Notre Dame this weekend. That's going to be interesting, I guess. Yeah, an overrated Notre Dame team will get their ass beat. That's classic. Where is that game uh, at Georgia? Do you know? It's in Athens. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. That's ooh. We'll get to that. I'm interested in that line for sure. That should be interesting. Um, let's Baker see. just missed a wide open OB, OBJ. This is going to go over well in Cleveland. Whew. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll get to the NFL later. It was uh, there was there are some storylines this week in the NFL. Um, let's see. Mississippi State. Joe Moorhead uh, lost a game by a touchdown that really they they should have lost by more. Um, uh, Kansas State gave them a, a lot of like free chances. Kansas State could have gone up 17 to nothing in the first half and they just had like a dumb turnover and plus territory. I have no idea if State's going to bounce back from this. Uh, I don't know if Tommy Stevens is healthy. We talked about it on the show a little bit last week. Got hurt against Southern Miss. Um, looked really bad in the first half against Kansas State. Got benched for the true freshman. Um, just overall pretty, pretty rough day for Moorhead's offense. And then on defense, uh, Kansas State whipped them uh, up front uh, on defense and offense, I should say. Like they're they're they were winning in the trenches for sure. So, a pretty uh, pretty bleak day for state fans. Talk about attendance problems. They they were playing an actual like Power Five team. The stadium was pretty empty, so that was fun. Um, be interested to see what happens this weekend when they play Kentucky again. Oh, which reminds me, Kentucky versus Florida was a interesting game. Watch some of that one. You got to feel for Stoops because uh, Kentucky really almost beat Florida two years in a row and just kind of slipped away. But not a great football game just from the fact that you had two backup QBs playing, a lot of like sloppiness on both sides. Mullen's team, I don't know, just I don't know if it's just a Florida thing, if it's a Mullen thing, if it's both of them, but they are pretty, um, pretty sloppy um, and also a backup quarterback thing. Even though they won that game, losing Franks for the season has got to be a uh, – you know, a, a tough pill to swallow for Florida fans. Yeah, they've got. They just look like they're living on the edge at this point. Yeah, well, and they barely. I mean, they look like that against Miami, and Miami, I don't think is good at all. Yep, I would agree with that. So they've really got. There's a lot of questions surrounding Florida. I think. I think it's all going to kind of balance itself out here sooner than later in terms of where they sit. So. We will see where the Gators end up. I'm not holding my breath for them to be spectacular this year based on what I've seen thus far. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What else? What did I, what did I miss, John? We, what else happened last uh, week? Lock of the week. So you smashed it. Duke, Duke killed it. That was they pretty won. easy. Honestly, Vegas gave us that up. one. That's a nice bounce back. That was a weird. That was a weird lock. That was a weird line. I should say. Oklahoma took care of business, so I'm three and zero. There you go. What did who did West have? What was West's pick last week? Virginia minus seven and a half, and Florida State choked the game, or choked uh, blew a chance to go to overtime and ended up losing by seven. So Ah. first first loss of the year goes to West. So that's why you can't be a full time host, West. We can't be having our locks of the week falling apart like that. Exactly. So, um, let's see. Looking at some SEC scores, we might have missed a lot of nothing games. Tennessee got their first one of the year against Chattanooga. Congrats! Yep, on the way to one and six. Arkansas won a uh, a Power Five game, huh? They beat Colorado State. That's not a Power Five game, is it? Isn't Colorado State in the Pac twelve? No, that Colorado is. Colorado State's in the Mountain West or whatever it's called. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then you're right. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Mountain West. Okay, that is a little less. An FBS team. I mean, that's progress for Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, they scored some points there, so congrats. Um, who coaches Colorado State? Do you know? Uh, oh, 
Mel Tucker's Colorado. Well, I'm trying to think of who's Colorado. Oh, it, I feel like I know oh, this. Oh, is it uh, is Bobo the coach? I yeah, think? that's right. Mike Bobo. I knew it was someone I'd heard of, yeah. So Mel Tucker and uh, Mike Bobo, former Georgia assistants. Interesting. Hmm. There you go. Um. Yeah. Not. Not a ton going on in the SEC. Let's see. Any other notable games from around the country? I'm racking my brain here. How did Clemson do at Syracuse? I didn't watch that game. Forty-one to six. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um. Let's see. The top twenty-five. Not a great slate of games at all this week. Yeah. It was. It's really, really tough. Good. Quite mediocre in many respects. Tough first uh, month of football. I'd say the biggest hyped games, A&M and Clemson, was kind of a dud. Texas LSU lived up to the hype, but overall, meh. Yeah, I don't think anyone in the top 25 lost. Trying to think. No, no one really fell out, so it must have been Michigan State was the the quote-unquote upset of the whole group. Mm -hmm. So Cal's up to, uh, what, number 23, huh? Yeah, yeah, and the AP. So early. I mean, what does all that really mean? It means day? means Matt Luce got a chance for a top twenty five win. It would be his first ever. Ooh, gotta be. I can hear it now. Matt Luke winning like seventeen sixteen against Cal. Hey, if you're Ole Miss, you take it. You get to a bowl. That's uh that's major progress after the last two years. Yeah, if they get, I mean, if he gets into a bowl, it's a pretty solid job at the end yeah, of the day. It really is. Let's see. So we got um, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU. That's our top four. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Notre Dame at number seven, soon to be dropping, I would say. Auburn at number eight, which is interesting. Um, I think they get A&M this weekend. I think A&M is is favored, I believe. So we'll get to that in the lines. Um, Interesting matchup there. Florida is number nine. That is a, a soft nine if I've ever seen one. They get Tennessee this weekend, so that's not going to change anytime soon. Utah, number 10. Michigan at number 11. That's They got a test this weekend at Wisconsin. That should be fun. Texas, number 12. Penn State, number 13. Wisconsin, number also tied for 13, so number 14. UCF is at 15. Oregon, A&M, 17. Iowa, Washington State, not bad. Uh, Boise State, number 20. Virginia, number 21. Washington, Cal, Arizona State, TCU. So even even though Cal beat Washington, they can't get ahead of them in the rankings. That's got to that's gotta suck. I mean, it was a one-point victory. So Interesting. Mississippi State still received four votes after losing to Kansas State. Interesting. Okay. That's um. That's. I wonder how many beat writers they got over there in Starkville. I'd say somewhere around four. Um, Kansas State is number twenty six based on votes received. So, ooh, got Army with fifty votes. Good for them. So that's it. Another um exciting weekend in uh in college football, John. Just a pretty a pretty bleak first month. But uh, I mean, maybe we'll see. Let's see if we can find some some better lines here in this upcoming week. Okay. Yep. All right, so heading over to my bookie. You know that's where we uh, go for our lines, at least where I go. Okay, so this is a game people have been talking about. First game of the college slate for this week, Thursday at 7. Houston versus Tulane. I think Tulane opened somewhere in the minus 2 region, up to minus 5 now. Um, People really like Tulane in this game, so a little triple option action for Thursday night. I don't mind it. I think, right. I think Houston's mediocre, um, but yeah, I mean they got the guy that can run around. That's probably a reasonably entertaining game. Oh, I was watching. Uh, well, Friday night Houston was playing. Uh, was it? You're right. I was watching that, and uh, I think I saw somebody that used to play for Ole Miss. The get did the kid that jumped out jumped out of the airplane. Did he oh, go to Houston? Uh, Anderson. Anderson. Did he go to Houston? Yeah, he transferred to Houston. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I saw an Anderson safety. I was like, oh, that's the guy. I forgot all about – it's so funny. I forgot all about so many of the guys in the the, the, the transfer class. Just completely yeah, wiped. Some people associated with the program, you just kind of forget that. Wiped from my consciousness, yeah. But, hey, he jumped out of a plane, man. That must have been fun. I want to do that. I would – I got to ask him how that was. Um. Utah versus USC. Utah minus four. I mean, as we just learned, Utah is a top ten team apparently. So good for them. Um, 
do, do, do. Moving They're on to at f- USC, is that right? Looks like it. If if it's either at USC or neutral. Yeah, because SC lost to BYU. I mean, I right. Utah, but we'll see if they're really got to be got got to be Utah on that one. That's Friday night at eight. Moving on to the Saturday games. Ohio State, your uh, your favorite team is minus thirty nine versus Miami of Ohio. Clemson. Big line because Ohio State has been stomping uh, mm-hmm. spreads. That's pretty big. We'll line. see if they. Uh, where this one goes. That one feels high, I have to say. You think so? They're not going to cover five-plus touchdowns? It's not as big of a gimme as the other ones they've had. So. Okay. Clemson, bigger line, minus 41 versus Charlotte. Um, yeah, again, that's a pretty large number. Um, Indiana coming off a thrashing at the hands of Ohio State is a four-touchdown favorite against Connecticut. I saw that. Yeah, it's yeah minus twenty eight or minus twenty seven. I should say on my bookie. There you go. Um, here's I kind of like Pittsburgh plus twelve hosting UCF. Played Penn State close this past week. Yeah, UCF's coming off kicking uh, Stanford's ass. Right, and this is a home game, right? And they're and they're getting no respect as the the Power Five team in this matchup. I, like, I know I get where you're coming from, but I kind of think UCF's pretty damn good. You think Pitt has a letdown game after that? Uh, letting Penn State get away. It's good, and I think they my gut says they cover that, but I could be off. Okay, well I'll tell you, John. I'm I'm down on Central Florida because I was looking at uh, my bookie futures earlier, and Central Florida has the same odds to win the national championship as Ole Miss. So I that's, mean that's that's an incredible. It really tells you everything you need to know. That's an incredibly fucked up bet. Somebody, <laughs> but where were you? Going? I know, I know. It is funny. They're both um, like plus fifteen thousand or something. I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, we can after this. We'll go and we'll look at all the teams that have the same odds. I mean, it's just those. All those bets are just meaningless. It means nothing. Um. Let's see. Nebraska minus 13 against at Illinois feels low. It opened 7.5 and bet its way all the way up to 13. It opened 7.5, though. I kind of want to take Illinois there just because why is Vegas opening it that low if they don't know something? Didn't Eastern Illinois just beat Illinois? Yeah, they're due for a bounce back. I think you're right. I think they did, though. All right. All right. Who's the Illinois coach? They have, like, an, an old coach, right? Someone with a name? It is. Illinois is Levy Smith. Right, that's who it is. That's who I was thinking of. My, All right, my Google lock right of the now. week candidate. Uh huh. Is the under in Michigan State at Northwestern at thirty nine? Oh, and you want it under thirty nine? Under thirty nine is a candidate. I'm Ooh. not saying it. I'm saying that's a candidate. Oh man, Northwestern plus nine and a half in that game. That's just brutal, brutal lumbers all around there. That is, yuck. Um, hmm. Virginia minus 30 and a half versus Old Dominion. Uh, okay, here we go. Wisconsin minus three, hosting Michigan at 11 a.m. I think that's my 11 a.m. game for sure. I'm be watching that one. Yeah, oh, wait, I got to watch Ole Miss. I forgot. Damn. Oh, well. It's a good slate this weekend. You got Ole Miss and then Michigan, Wisconsin. Flip back at, and forth. At noon, you have uh, Auburn A&M at 3.30, and then you have Notre Dame, Georgia at 8. Yeah, I'm going to be watching Auburn A&M at 3.30 for sure. So what's your what's your pick in uh, Michigan plus three against Wisconsin? Where you, where you land on that one? I think the Badgers take care of business because Shea is garbage. Yeah, I, I, I agree that Michigan has not looked good when I've watched them. So, um, you know, I think it's Wisconsin's game to lose. You think Wisconsin can cover minus three? Uh yes, I like it. I like it. Um. Oh yeah, talking about Colorado State, they just lost to Arkansas. Toledo minus nine versus Colorado State. So that kind of tells you what you need to know about whatever Colorado State's mascot is—the Rams or something. Um. Washington versus BYU. Washington minus six. You kind of gotta like BYU plus six there, right? Yep. They have they have confidence after 
I mean, they played Utah close for four quarters. They were in the game. Beat Tennessee, beat SC. I mean, they're playing all these named teams. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to be scared at all, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think Washington wins, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if BYU covered plus six. You know, if you get that plus seven, plus seven and a half, I would like that line a lot. Um, Cal at Ole Miss. Like I mentioned earlier, the line has moved to Ole Miss minus two. Opened at Cal minus one. Not sure what factors exactly are influencing that. If you just have, you know, like dumb SEC fans or, you know, I, I do think it's a pick I mean, in a pick you're supposed to take the point. You're supposed to take Cal plus two. Uh, I, I'm just going to be optimistic. I'll take Ole Miss minus two um, and not be surprised at all at any outcome really in this game. I think the question here is can the Ole Miss defense uh, stop Cal's, you know, what can they do against Cal's offense? Yeah, I I think you're going to have to, like, like in a lot of games this season, they're going to have to hope that the QB can just miss some of the passes that they bus coverage is on because that's really that's really what what bails out Ole Miss's defense I feel like they're pretty good against the run they're okay against the pass but they have blown assignments for sure I mean they're not like the stoutest pass defense and the other thing that concerns is Cal's front seven good enough to the point that they can just completely shut down shut down Ole Miss yeah no I think I think Rich Rod has to not take the same approach he took in Memphis like don't just try to run it straight up the middle over and over it, really. We don't have the offensive line for that. I want to see more quick passes. I want to see – I mean, they haven't really run any running back screens. You know, maybe they're – and a lot of people said that Sela game, you know, maybe it was vanilla by design, potentially so. Um, you know, hopefully they, they open up the playbook a little bit this week because, like we said, it is kind of a must-win game for this team. It's a swing game. So, you know, maybe, maybe pull some stuff out here. I'm – hoping that they just get away from what hasn't worked against uh, lesser teams like Memphis and kind of, you know, try something different. That's that's really going to be the way they do it. It's not going to be the Memphis game plan. I mean, I have concerns about Ole, Miss, Ole Miss's ability to protect. And then let's think about the passing game for a minute. Elijah yep. Moore has been the primary target. Wilcox is going to look at that and say, cover him, make somebody yep. else yeah, I think you're gonna use use Pellerin, use Cooley, um, use use screen passes to the running backs. Drummond, Mingo, a Drummond. I mean, Drummond's pretty good. I think Drummond's pretty solid. They've all been inconsistent. It's just I, the thing. I'm big on Drummond. I'm 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 kind of out on Demarcus Gregory. Not, not Miles Battle kind of needs to have a big game for me to buy in. I think Mingo's gonna be good, but he's he's pretty young still. Um, I, I think you lean on Drummond, lean on Cooley, and uh, you know get Ely in space. Um, you know you, you use Phillips as much as you can, but again, if they're shutting down the inside run, which I expect they will, you know you spread it out and run out of that, run to the edges. I think that's going to be what you got to do. Um, and we'll see. I mean, it, hey, it's at least it's not a meaningless game. At least if Ole Miss finds a win this weekend, it it, it matters. It counts for something. So that's that makes it more fun. As a fan yeah. to watch. Um, speaking of a sloppy team that's been inconsistent, uh, Florida hosting Tennessee. I would say this line is low at Florida minus 14, but I don't know. I don't really have much faith in Florida either, and Franks is out for the season. I don't know. Who, who, who are you picking in this one? I don't have this, faith in either team. That's the problem. This one's brutal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oof. I'm going to take Tennessee in the points because I think they, I think they make a desperation effort. They have some pride. They try to yeah. stand up and, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm oh, going to take well, I'm going to take Florida minus fourteen because I think Dan Mullen is seriously lucky, and has some well, insane luck. The other thing is Mullen's got a different. I mean, Frank's. Franks is a turnover waiting to happen. Right. Drask or whatever his name is, he didn't look terrible. Trask, he, he looked serviceable. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought Kentucky's backup looked decent, too. We'll get to that game in a second. Yeah. Um, ooh, Alabama hosting Southern Miss. Just ugly. Alabama minus 39. 
I mean, are you are you laying those points? You you think the tag cover that? Um, is it a motivation game? You gonna kind of think Saban gets a couple ones slip up late so he can chew them. I think I think the defense needs work. Yeah, Southern Miss plus thirty nine is it? It's a good bet there. LSU at Vanderbilt. LSU minus twenty four. If I'm Vanderbilt, I'm worried about what happened. In that Georgia game, which is Nashville, and you get you know thirty thousand LSU fans in there, and it's pretty much lose all event. That's what happened when they played Georgia, so that's rough. Um, I don't know about twenty four. It's kind of a big number. I think LSU is good, but Vanderbilt has some pride. They can play defense. Yep. I, I'll I'll take Vandy plus twenty four, but they've they've had a rough season so far. They were off this week. Um, you know, I hope I hope they can show a pulse there and. Maybe maybe they can figure something out stopping that LSU offense. Um, yep. Let's see. Ooh, Mac Brown and uh, Phil Longo hosting Only three point favorites. Yeah, hosting App State minus three. Did you see uh, what happened in that North Carolina game on Friday? That was something else. That was pretty comical. Yeah, I mean it. it it reminded me of the the last play of that state Kansas State game, except worse. I mean, it, it just it, there's like no urgency, there's no sense of the clock, just letting the game end without even really getting a chance at a hail mary or anything. Pretty strange. Uh, that's Phil Longo for you, though, offensive genius. Um, here's one of the better games of the week: CBS two thirty Auburn at Kyle Field. A and M is at minus four on my bookie. I like A and M in this game. But the more that number moves towards them, the more I'm inclined to take Auburn in the points just because I think it's it's pretty even. I think it's a coin flip game and damn near every sense. Um, yeah. I give a very – I give a slight advantage to A&M having a more experienced quarterback at home. But, yeah, but Mond is still – But I don't – He's kind of suspect. If Bo Nix outplayed Kellen Mond, would anybody really be surprised? No, no, of course not. Yeah. And, I mean, I have a, I have a coworker, a buddy of mine, that uh, went to A&M, A&M fan, and I was, he was just saying, you know, Mond is – they're worried. And, you know, A&M lost Corbin. They lost their running back for the season. Um, you know, it told me Auburn won. Not a shock at all. Auburn is a weird team with a really good defense. So if, if they gave Mond trouble, that wouldn't be surprising. Um, but good, yeah. g- good game though. Interested to see what happens. I think it's a big test for both teams. Yep. Yeah. If A M uh, gets this win, that kind of redeems everything about the Clemson game. Um, you know, if Auburn goes in there and and kind of stomps them, then I think everyone just says, "Oh, well, it's only year two for Jimbo." You know, he, he's not going to get it this year, but they'll be they'll be good soon. It'll, it'll reset the clock on that one. Um, South Carolina at Missouri, Missouri minus nine and a half. I, I'm inclined to take South Carolina plus nine and a half here. Um, I, I know Missouri's good and Kelly Bryant's good, but I think, I think nine and a half is kind of a lot when South Carolina is okay. I think they're better than people thought they were going to be when Bentley went down with Helensky or however you say his name. So I don't know. Right, give me, give me South Carolina plus nine and a half. I like the points. Yeah. Um. Very to cover in that game, actually. I think I think they got past their one embarrassment in the beginning of the season. They kicked West Virginia's ass. It's at home. Uh, South Carolina's coming off playing Alabama, which isn't the same physical uh, toll it used to be, but mm-hmm. still not great. So that's my theory. You like Missouri? You like Missouri to cover that one? Yeah, I mean, I don't think South Carolina's defense is imposing necessarily. Um, Oklahoma State at Texas, Texas minus five. Yeah, give me give me Texas, I guess, to cover that. It's pretty low, less than a touchdown. Sure, I don't know anything about Oklahoma State. Um, here's a here's a big number for a bad team, John. Arkansas minus twenty one hosting San Jose State. No, San Diego State beat. Uh, UCLA, not San Jose. Mm. Well, San Jose State's got to be pretty bad for the number to be plus 21. Yeah. But it's it's hard for me to think that Arkansas is going to beat anybody by 21 points. I'm going to take San Jose State plus 21, and I think worst-case scenario is a push. You're telling me Arkansas is going to win by 24? I don't know. I I don't buy that. I don't either. Um, 
Mm, moving on. Oh, here we go. Here's the here's a here's the nightcap. Uh, Notre Dame at Georgia. Georgia minus fourteen. They cover that. Did they cover that, John? Um, I don't love it. If I had to bet, I'd say they cover it. Yeah, but um, see. I'll take. Yeah, I mean it's a big line. Give me Georgia minus fourteen purely on the fact that Notre Dame's always overrated. Um, you know, and Georgia is good. I agree with that. How bad is Louisville, John? They're plus six and a half at Florida State. That must be pretty bad. That's bad. Yeah, and Florida State is just having a horrible season. But apparently, Louisville is worse, according to Vegas. Um, here's the interesting. On my bookie, we are uh, we are not getting the Kentucky Mississippi State game. You got it on a book over there? I can look at John. You don't have Kentucky Mississippi State. No, I mean you know quarterback health issues. They're both, minus maybe they seven. state I'm minus seven. Yeah, I love Kentucky there for sure. There, you, you got potentially two backup quarterbacks in that game. Um, the difference is Sawyer Smith or whatever that Kentucky's backup is looked. He looked okay against uh, against Florida. I think Kentucky's going to try to win the game up front. I think State's reeling a little bit. It is in Starkville, I want to say. Um, but I'm just, you know, Kentucky kind of kicked State's teeth in last year. I think they're going to be kind of pissed off after that Florida loss. I would not want to play Kentucky this week. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think Stevens being hurt is a, is a recipe for disaster for Moorhead. Um, having to start a freshman or Keetion Thompson is the, both of those are rough options. Uh, did you see the, uh, the freshman quarterback going flying, John, in the, uh, Kansas State game for Mississippi State. That was kind of the good. Yep, yeah, it was pretty entertaining to watch on Twitter. It was kind of the craziest moment of the weekend that I saw for sure. I mean, I was watching that live, and he's he's a big guy. He's probably like six five already, and he literally he got like twelve feet off the ground. Uh, it was it was impressive. Good for him, but ouch, that has to hurt coming down. He was still like a yard short, so rough. But hey, respect. Uh- yeah, trying to win the game. Um, uh, go ahead. Oh yeah, locks of the week. What are we doing, John? You go first. My lock of the week and my runner-up will surprise you, but is okay. Washington State at home against UCLA? What do you have out of my bookie? Let me see. I got anywhere from eighteen Washington to nineteen. Washington State minus nineteen. I think they win. They beat a terrible UCLA team by three touchdowns. I believe that happens. Yeah, they're that bad, huh? Yeah, my run, my runner up mm-hmm. is the California Golden Bears plus two. You like that? You like the points? I, I really, I hate this match. I don't think Ole Miss has an. I mean, Ole Miss struggled with offensive line protection against Sealaw. Mm-hmm. They struggled against Memphis. I think Arkansas is a complete trash team, mm-hmm. and I think a competent defense takes away Elijah Moore, rattles Corral, and I really don't see how they're going to be that effective scoring. I think that's right. If, if Seelock can put up that many yards and points, then Cal can find a way. I just, I think it's it's very possible. It's going to take their best effort uh, year to date by a lot to uh, to win that. So I think you might be right. We'll see. Um, you know, it's going to take some creative coaching from Rich Rodriguez, and maybe they get lucky on defense. And Cal is just that bad. I mean, they they apparently have pretty bad quarterback tr- struggles. So we'll see. It, I think for Ole Miss to win, it would have to be low scoring because I agree. I don't know how Ole Miss could score more than 10, 14 points. I, on, I just, on them. when the offensive line is, is a weak link and overmatched to the manner that Ole Miss is going to be in many of these games, it's really hard to see a path. Yeah, it's it's tough, it's, you know. It's it's almost, what, and, it's like what you do. And I think you got a quarterback like Corral with his personality. If he tries to put the game on his back and press and, and do things when his offensive line is breaking down. It probably just makes things worse. And it leads he'll a, probably make mistakes. Leads to turnovers, leads to him getting injured, trying to run for yards, stuff like that. So, you know, and now I don't conflict it. I just bet on Mike Leach and yeah. Have it. Yeah. You bet on Mike, Mike Leach and 19 points against Chip Kelly. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess the UCLA team that is just absolute dog shit. That's that. So let me see here. What am I, Picking. Hmm. I'm I'm leaning towards Wisconsin minus three because it's funny. I think that's a good pick. 
I don't love it, love it. Um, what about, what if I stick with the trend of just picking undervalued favorites? I might take North Carolina minus three. Woof. Think that's crazy? It's App State. Come on. I mean, they should take care of business. They should, yeah. Um, the other line that I was thinking. Kind of sneaky low. Something's up there. Yeah, I agree, and I'm I'm a big proponent of uh, if Vegas is is saying something's up, something is definitely up. I, I'm leaning towards Tulane minus five. Go ahead. Are they saying that they're, all the films out on Phil Longo's twenty plays? Well, I think that that's what? definitely part of it. Yeah, but I'm thinking purely recruiting rankings for UNC versus App State. Yeah. Um. Let's. Let's get it out of the way early. Let's take Tulane minus five Thursday night. That's my lock of the week. I want to see triple option carnage. I want uh, I want, I want Tulane to cover that. So that'll, I'll, I'll do that as my lock of the week. Could easily be taking my first L here because it was minus 2.5 earlier, and that would have been a much better bet. But, hey, it's fine. We're taking the lines at the time we record. It's fine. Um, quickly here. While I'm here, national championship odds on my bookie. Clemson plus 180, Alabama plus 250. Here's some value, John. Georgia plus 750. Not bad. Ohio. That, that's way off. You, you think uh, you think it should be lower, right? I think Georgia should be. Georgia should be right there with Alabama. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Ohio State plus 900. I don't know if there's limits on these bets, so that could be. You know, it could be if, if if there's no limits, then there's much more incentive for the book to be on. But uh, Oklahoma plus fourteen hundred, not terrible. Michigan plus twenty two hundred is very funny. Um, Florida plus sixty six hundred. I kind of want Michigan to find a way in the playoff and get destroyed. Oh, that's that would be an inevitability. Yeah, I think that would be rough for them. Um, let's see, LSU plus sixteen hundred. All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna pick some teams that have the same odds as as Ole Miss. So Ole Miss is plus fifteen thousand. Other teams with that number right now: Mississippi State plus fifteen thousand, Nebraska is plus twelve thousand five hundred. That's uh that's funny. Um, A and M is plus ten thousand. Miami is plus ten thousand somehow. Uh, USC has the same odds as Ole Miss. Stanford, um, NC State, Florida State. Virginia Tech has plus thirty thousand. Um, let's see. UCLA is plus thirty thousand. Virginia is plus fifteen. So these are so Virginia, Memphis, they have the same odds as Ole Miss. UCF's the same odds as Ole Miss. So that's just that's just kind of that's painful. That's rude for them to be ranking UCF so lowly. And then it just goes on from there, obviously. Uh Coastal Carolina plus two hundred and fifty thousand. That's the uh that's the biggest you got there. Those are kind of silly. Um, you know, while I'm here on my bookie, I was looking around earlier. They still got those death bets, but there's actually, John, some pretty interesting action on the 2020 elections right now on my bookie. Oh uh, yeah, let's go through this. Are you interested in um Okay, so I'll give you I'll give you the top line results. Then I'm gonna hit you with what I think is uh, actually really good value. So you, this is for the Democratic nomination first. Joe Biden plus 250. Elizabeth Warren plus 150. She's the favorite. Bernie Sanders. Really? Is, yeah, on this book. Yeah, she's actually the favorite on a, on a different book I looked at, too. Um, Bernie Sanders plus 550. And then everybody else is over 1,000. Actually, the fourth place is kind of surprising. Andrew Yang plus 1,100. Kamala Harris plus 1,200. O'Rourke is plus 1,600. Buttigieg is plus 2,000. And it goes up from there. Now, let me tell you where I'm seeing value on this, uh, these odds, Sean. So, Julian Castro, who I think is a dark horse, he's plus 16,500. I, I think that's really good value right now because if you told me he came out of nowhere and won as kind of a Latino Obama type, that makes a ton of sense to me. I think his odds have the best value. Um, you know, everybody else with the big odds, he, he's actually the longest odds other than the Blasio. I don't think the Blasio is going to really have a chance, but I would, I would put Castro's chance of getting the nomination somewhere around like two to 5%. So 16,000 to a hundred, that's pretty good odds. I like that. So war interest. I mean, 
I get Biden being, I get Biden being susceptible at this point. Well, I think Biden's slipping every day. He's just he looks so old and out of touch. Yeah, I thought he did better in the debate the uh, other night. I don't know. Some of his answers were pretty rambling and made no sense. But I mean, he didn't fall down or anything, so I guess that's a win. Warren, this is gonna sound. Uh oh. What are you gonna say? Are you about to get canceled? No, this doesn't give me what you think. I mean, Warren just like looks like she's angry up there, like when she's like presenting her positions. This, okay, in a way that's like unlike unlike Trump, very calm, happy guy. Well, Trump Trump is, is Trump is a outlier to the whole the entire ordeal. I think let's just let's leave it at that. <laughs> Warren to me, I don't know. You can make your point, but you gotta do it. I guess in a this is I, don't even, I mean in a calmer, professional manner. I mean, I okay. I think she's pretty calm, a, but okay. Interesting, interesting take, John. This sounds this sounds like something we would have covered in my uh, my women in public policy class. You know, the double standard for male and female candidates, but that's fine. You can you can have your opinion. That's fine. I don't. I mean, I, I I like Warren over almost everyone in the race. I think Sanders has good ideas. I think Warren has good ideas. Um, outside of that, I mean, give me give me O'Rourke or Harris or Booker. Those guys are all kind of the same. I just I think Joe Biden loses to Trump. I, I think Joe Biden's exactly the type of candidate that Trump can uh can be. And I think people get excited I, I to really go think, vote for Biden. Yeah. Trump can push Biden around in a one-on-one. Yeah, I think you need someone that's a lot sharper and, and going to actually challenge Trump more than Biden is. So I, I think that's a losing ticket. Um, here's here's John. What shocked me the most from looking at these odds, and they have odds for winning the general. Pretty much tracks the same. Warren's plus three hundred. Trump's plus one hundred. Kind of goes down from there. But the strangest bet to me is under politics. You can go to 2020 U.S. presidential election winning party. And and it's not what I expected. You have the Democrats plus 160, the Republicans minus 200. I I understand thinking it's a toss-up election. I don't know who was betting on the Republicans minus 200. That that seems like a bad bet to me. Um, that's interesting because that tells me that Biden's winning the nomination yet he's not the favorite. So could be, could be. Yeah, that's also. I mean, it's also saying that the, that a recession that, is not going to start. They also that's also saying they think Trump's a favorite over Warren. So yeah, I mean, and again, I don't know if there are limits on these bets. These odds might not really be that serious. If if you told me that, I would just expect the odds to be closer to even. I would I would think more like minus one ten for both parties. But so that was surprising to me. We'll check back in and and. 12 months or you know yeah i think the odds will tighten up as you actually have candidates uh more solidified i think it'll maybe make more sense but that was that was strange maybe it's just uncertainty versus certainty um they also have donald trump specials which is fun on top of the obvious resign stuff my the two interesting ones i think this is because this is a sports betting site has kind of the belichick angle to it or not the belichick who's the uh the robert Kraft angle i should say so if proof of Trump visiting the Orchids of Asia Day Spa comes out before 2020, it's plus 1,200. If it doesn't come out, it's minus 5,000. Uh, if proof comes out of him visiting after 2020, oh, if proof comes out of him visiting as president, that's plus 5,000. I just thought that was funny, kind of rent. I'd never even heard that was a a rumor. You know, that's pretty funny. I'm, I'm assuming that's the day spa that Robert Kraft went to. Yeah, that's a day spa. Trump like had like the owner like he, he had a, watched had the, a show, the owner fundraiser or something. Yeah, but still, she probably just donated money to get into there. That's just funny, you know. Maybe yeah. he did. I don't know. I I think Trump was going to to more high class places like you know, um, Little Saint John Island or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Uh, that was funny. So yeah, that's that's the uh, some of the my bookie lines for this week. Um, we got our locks of the weekend. Let's see. You want to talk about the NFL, John? Drew Brees is out for uh, six weeks or something. Ben Roethlisberger out for the season. It's kind of the biggest story out of this week. The uh, the Dallas Cowboys might have a team this year. 
You think they should they should pay Dak? You think you make Dak the highest paid player in all of football? Uh, uh, let's let's discuss that after the season. Okay, if he if he wins a Super Bowl, definitely right. I mean, he's got three first rounders on the line. Lyle Collins would have been a first rounder if the whole like murder rumor didn't come out. He got screwed on that deal, so that's de facto four by talent. Hmm. And then the right guard was a second rounder, so. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, you but still, he'll, he'll, it's it's hard to find someone, even with all that talent. It's hard to find someone that's going to come in and win games at the quarterback position. It's it's a it's a weird position in the NFL for whatever reason. Randall Cobb's running around in a niche. It's, it seems like you have so many more successful college quarterbacks than even get a chance at. You know, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Is it is it just the coaching and the defenses they're facing are just so much better than college? I think that might be it. Yeah, that's kind of funny how that whole thing works. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cowboys are are legit. Um, Patriots about scored everybody seventy six to three. Yeah, um, but I mean, they play the Dolphins. That doesn't count. Someone at my work was saying that's like the FCS team of the NFL. Yeah, but they. They appear to be on a fairly aggressive fuck you mission, so we'll see. We'll see where this goes. And a lot of other teams are just kind of sitting at a win and a loss. I mean, I I think I've been super impressed with uh, Jacoby Brissett. He's been much more competent than I thought he would be. Yeah. Um, Jameis Winston oh. is worse than I could have imagined, and Mike Evans on my fantasy team is really suffering because of that. What the hell's wrong with Cam Newton? I don't get it. I think he's injured. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's missing. He was. He's missing people high. It looks. It's. That's a shoulder yeah. injury. Yeah, that's. There's real issues there. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, okay, the, thing, Lamar, the Saints got the Breeze thing, and frankly, the Saints after last year and Breeze being a, a year older, I, I didn't necessarily tr- trust. Uh, I don't necessarily trust the. Uh, the Saints this year. Uh, Cowboys, I think, may be able to win the East. We'll see. They got the Dolphins this week. That's good match home, so that's in. Um, then they got the Saints in New Orleans on Monday night. but uh, or Sorry, Sunday night football, but no breeze. So I was going to say Lamar Jackson is really fun to watch right now. He's my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I'm loving so that. The Ravens look like the, they're going to win the North, but especially with Pittsburgh having injuries. What do you think about um, Arizona looking not good, but Kyler Murray actually is has pretty good stats so far. I think he's done better than people have given him credit for because Arizona is bad. I he would, but I, hell, I, you know. It's interesting how much of that's the Kingsbury offense and how much is the fact that they aren't doing better is because Kingsbury's the coach. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, the NFL is so weird when it comes to coaches failing up into their ranks for whatever reason. Just bizarre. Yeah. Oh, big storyline. Um, I mean, the Jags. The Texans got super lucky that the Jags decided they were going to go for two instead of going to overtime. Uh, and the thing out of that game that I think has the most lasting impact is uh, – Marone getting in a fight with Jalen Ramsey on the sideline. Now it's rumored the Jags are going to trade Ramsey. Yeah, they need to get him the hell out of there. I don't know. I think. I mean, I think you should get rid of Marone before you get rid of Ramsey. Damn. But either way, uh, that's a bad situation. Frankly, you get rid of both. That's the that's the real answer. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to get rid of Marone. So I guess that's it. I wonder where he ends up. Um, uh, the Chiefs are. Good on offense, kind of shaky on defense. Uh, Tyreek Hill is out for a month or so. Um, but still, I mean, Mahomes is maybe the best player in football. He's very good. Hard to argue with that right now. I'm um, excited to watch more Garner Minshew this season. I wonder if, uh, you know, I, I would I would hope the Steelers would go pick up Chad Kelly or something, but I don't know. DK Metcalf caught his first touchdown. He's already... Uh, Miles ahead of Laquan Treadwell in that department. AJ Brown still waiting on his, but I think it's definitely coming. He's uh he's doing well. Did Knox catch a touchdown in uh in Buffalo? I don't think he did, but he I, blocked for a touchdown. Correct. That's that's what it was. Yeah. So hey, I mean those guys are already doing better than uh some of the old freeze recruits, whereas it's pretty much just Laramie Tunsil left playing. Did anybody pick up Kim Dichi after he got cut by the Cardinals? No, would you want that crazy bastard in your locker room? Nah, I mean, he's probably happier as well. He'd not be on a team, so it's all good. He's 
I think content to move on with life. No worries, no worries. Good for him. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's uh, that's everything for now. And baseball, October's coming up. Um, I don't know, Dodgers, Yankees, Do- Astros. You got Astros, Yankees, Dodgers. Those are the three teams. Braves have been pretty good this year. Yeah, yeah, Braves have been good for sure. Uh, I think I saw. Uh, Christian Yellick is out for the rest of the season, right? That sucks for the Brewers. Yep. I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. That's a bummer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else is going on in sports, Sean. That's about it. Um, but, hey, we got some decent games this week coming up. Cal will miss at 11, Michigan at 11. You got Auburn A&M at 230, Notre Dame, Georgia at night. What time is that uh, That Kentucky State game? Is that at 3, I want to say? Uh, I, go pull it I think up. that's right. I'm pretty sure it's a, it's at three or something like that. So, some games <laughs> to watch this week, um, and then just get excited for uh, Ole Miss at Alabama at, at two thirty. John, we got the, the prime time in in, uh, in two weeks. Pretty exciting. That is ugly. That is not good. It's gonna be the Matt Luke show, baby. Going to Alabama, and make a statement. Matt Luke's won there before. Matt Luke's beaten Alabama twice. Give- 60 in that game. Oh man, that's yeah, gonna be rough. Alright, well that'll do it for this week. Uh thanks for listening everybody and uh tune in again next week and we'll be doing this again. For John, I'm Justin. Talk to you later.